how like us to both show up in band tees. Did we? Mm-hmm. Beatles and Bowie. Mm-hmm. Beatles Iconic. and Bowie. Bowie and Beatles. BB. BB eight. Let's do word. Let's do word association. Okay. okay. BB eight. Star Wars. Chewbacca. Star Wars. No, you can't do the same thing. Ask keep going. Uh, BB eight. <laughs> Ashley Nicole. Chewbacca. Uh. <laughs> Charlie. Oh, love. Charlie's her dog. For those of you that don't know. Ashley, you're not good. You can't stop to explain. I'm something. sorry. I'm not good at this. Word association. So Weren't by you default, supposed to keep I going because I said Charlie. I said love. Oh, I didn't hear love. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is podcasting. You might have heard of it. <laughs> We're professionals. Uh, you think so? After I feel like we don't. Three like, years. We've had so many years. We've had a live show. We've launched merch. We've done collabs with some pretty big people. Like we don't really have where we before. still like our intros yeah. are just trash. <laughs> I mean, I had a fun fact, and then you just like jumped in. I'm and sorry. I, I, I just felt like with it. I was like, it just felt right. Yeah, it felt I was like it wow. Felt we both. Very right. we both we both, uh, yeah. We're cute. Also, just to let you know where I'm at today, <laughs> I, uh, the second I sat down here, I had to unbutton my pants because I, I saw, but not just one button. No, like it's fully unbuttoned. <laughs> Three buttons. These are freshly washed <laughs> denim. Oh, yeah, that's a no. That's a <laughs> and no. And I sat in the car to come here and was like, oh no. <laughs> like I didn't even, I didn't sit. I was getting ready. I threw on pants and I was like out the door. And the second I sat down, I was like, Mother F. I didn't lunge. I didn't squat. I didn't do anything to stretch them out a little bit. And it was, I had to unbutton them in the car and then I came to sit down. I was like, well, it's a good thing we have a desk. Yeah. You guys can't see what's going on under here. It's fully undone because I can't. I could be in the nude. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. Um, Have you seen that thing that says like you're supposed to put jeans on and then go in the shower with them like so you wear your jeans go in the shower with them wet and then you kind of like move around a little bit and then let them air dry and supposedly it's supposed to be like they the like perfect perfectly fit. fit to you interesting i mean i believe everything i see on tiktok so i mean yeah <laughs> could be it real. is science <laughs> could be not <laughs> for those of you that doubt it <laughs> my boyfriend Oh, welcome, uh, welcome to Unsolicited to Advice, y'all. The podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. And we, we're uh, here. Ash, I was trying to I'm do the so intro sorry. for once. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> she was so phased. She was like, shut up. I was like, this is my part. Um, yeah, we're a podcast that gives advice to the strangers. professional. The best advice. Unsolicited. But also, but also solicited. Yeah. Wow, Y'all Ash is really not going to let me finish <laughs> one I'm on my today. second coffee Look, already. <laughs> already. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's still happening. Oh, man. I just, you know what? I'll tell you what. I had the best morning. I, like, made myself go to the gym early. I made myself healthy breakfast. I made myself shower and clean and, like, get ready completely. And then I, I had a bunch of computer work to do, so I put on Harry Potter. Oh, love that for and you. And it just... It put me in the zone. It just yeah. put me in a happy place. And I like, as I was doing my emails and uploading this morning, I was just like in a good place because it was in the background. Yeah. And it just felt magical. Want to hear about my morning? <laughs> to preface. Polar opposite. <laughs> Darren. What? No, no, no. It's extra funny because, <laughs> never mind. Let I shouldn't, me, let I shouldn't, I shouldn't give morning. it away. I'm trying to take this spotlight again. It's um, not okay. Slept through my alarm. <laughs> Had trouble with my post I was supposed to do for my family's golf ball company, mm-hmm. Mach 1 Golf Balls. Check it out. Then messed up my breakfast, messed up my coffee. Then my Wi-Fi went out. 
that I was on hold with AT&T, finally got a hold of someone. He said, let me transfer you to someone who can help you. And it took me right back to the main menu. So then I had to be on hold again. Then they finally called me back and I missed it. Then finally got on the phone with them and I was on the freeway, realized I didn't pack my makeup. I didn't pack my snacks, nothing. So I haven't eaten or drinking anything. I'm so hungry. Do you want my coffee? I'm so thirsty. Do you want my coffee? No, no, no. What about then my water? a canoe flew off of a car. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was running over it and like, ah, all frantic. <laughs> then I looked down and my gas tank was at zero. And I was like, but when did it turn to zero? Right. No, con- right. no contacts. Did it just turn yeah. zero? Because you'll make it. Yep. If it's been zero, yep. it's scary. Scary time. And my car did one of those little like giddy ups where it's like, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. And yeah. you're just like, uh. Yeah. So, yeah, I was late. I'm hungry and tired. And my face oh. is bare. <laughs> Your face is beautiful, first but, of all. Thank you. Uh, but those are the worst. Those yeah, are the those, worst The difference mornings. between our mornings yeah. is just like, yeah. <laughs> I picture you like Snow White, like birds are singing and carrying <laughs> stuff to you. And I'm just like the gremlin. You know what's <laughs> funny? A week ago, I had my first, I've had the best luck. I just, let me knock on wood really quick. I've had the Solid. best luck with cars. Like I've always, well, I've only had two, <laughs> but they've been great. Like I've never had any How serious only car had problems. Two? Yeah. I had my first one and then I got my second one. The red one. Yeah. I, I had, had paint chipping on the top. 06, <laughs> no. Yeah. 06 Toyota Corolla Sport. So it had a little fender on the back. It was cute. Uh, but it died on me uh, probably like five years ago. And that's when I got the car that I have now. Never had any problems. Um, I was trying to be a responsible human being and get my oil changed. So I, instead of, normally I'll go to like a, uh, like the dealership or whatever. Okay. Um, but I was like, you know what? It's cheaper. It's faster. I'm going to go to Valvoline. Oh, just one of those like drive up. Quick little drive yeah. up. They were like, oh, you have a few things that are due. You, you need to do this, this, this. And then you also need your transmission fluid changed. And I was like, okay, no problem. Go ahead. Let's do it all now. And I'll get on with my life. So then uh, <laughs> I'm going to my parents' house on Monday. It's been a few days. And it was kind of like there was a, a light came on. And I was like, oh, I think they just forgot to like turn this, the, the sensor off. I had multiple men look at it that were like car savvy. They were like, oh, I think you're good. Um so Monday, I re- record here. I go to my parents' house, which is far, like a good hour and a half at least. And halfway there, my like check engine light comes on and my car starts making this really bad, like crunching, no. like grinding sound. And I was like, oh God. It's happening. I'm on the 10. Like, like it's not like a little side street. Like I'm on the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to like pull over and I ended up going and getting it checked out because there was a Lexus like 15 minutes away. Oh, which perfect. just worked out so good. So I just yeah. drove real slow and I had my hazards on. I just went like, like hokey pokey super slow. Yeah. Um, turns out they didn't fill it up all the way. And apparently, oh. if you if you overfill it even the tiniest bit, or if you underfill it even the tiniest bit, it throws the whole thing off. Wow! So speaking of this, is mental right? note to my yeah, mental note to myself. I need to call Valvoline. <laughs> I want my two hundred dollars back. Sue. <laughs> I want two hundred dollars plus pain and suffering. <laughs> the pain and suffering. Yeah. Um. So car problems. Yeah, they're the worst. But that was the first time I've ever been on the freeway, and the car started acting weird. Yeah. I didn't like it. It's no, very it's unnerving. Fun. Very unnerving. It's not fun. Especially by yourself. Yeah. Oh, I got new tattoos. Cute. Oh, I love that one. Thank what you. What does it say? I can't read um, it from here. It says, keep your chin up. And it's from Robin Hood, mm-hmm. the Disney movie. Because um, there's this part where he says, keep your chin up. There will be happiness someday again in Nottingham. And I've always wanted to get a quote from Robin Hood because right. it's my favorite Disney movie. And also, like, it's tied to, like, my Oma who passed away. Mm-hmm. So um, I was, like, thinking about it. And then I kind of liked just keep your chin up because it also is just, like, a good reminder for Absolutely. me anyway. And then um, <laughs> I wanted to get a live <laughs> reaction of showing you my second one. Oh. Is it my I face? I might have overshot the size. <laughs> is it on but your I love it. No, no. I love it, but it is very large. She oh, it's incredible! It. It's incredible. Tell the people. 
uh, Taryn did, in fact, get a uh, Lego Darth Vader on yeah, her right arm. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm obsessed with it. It's very... It's bigger than I thought it was going to be, but also, like, it's so detailed and beautiful. It we'll looks put, We'll put phenomenal. stuff on them. Yeah. We'll put it on we'll the take a, We'll take a photo for you guys. But, but yeah. Look at you. Two, two tattoos you've wanted for a very long time. Very long time. Just checking them off the list. Yeah. Making a I list. I think I have a slight problem, and I, my parents are concerned, but it's fine. I just keep getting like multiple tattoos at no, a time. But no, we've we all we've all seen the the people with uh, tattoo problems. <laughs> Once it starts creeping up your neck, <laughs> you've officially run out of room. <laughs> yeah. um, well, congratulations! Thanks. That's very Thanks. exciting. That's all I got. Um, you got to tear it up for us today, Ash. Uh, I do, but couple of couple of announcements. Oh, okay. I wanted to just you know. Put here primarily, first and foremost, before we get into anything, October series is around the corner, people. It is here. It is among us. It is spooky season. Um, And I know know a lot of you guys are like, Ashley, calm down. (laughs) Calm down. It's not even October yet. Listen, we record like two episodes in advance, so it's basically here. So if you want to get your spooky story in on time, then now is the time. So I am... I'm not even requesting. I'm telling you. Do it. Get yourself a, a notepad and your computer. Write it out first. Type it up to us. Give us all the scary, spooky details. I want to picture paint it in my head. And uh, then send it over to us. Don't forget to label it October series mm-hmm. so that we can put it in the proper folder when we're looking for the good stories. Yes. Um, also get so excited. Taryn and I love October and always do spooky October promos on our Instagram. So also, if you don't follow us on Instagram. Now's the time. What are you doing with your life? We post quality content on Instagram. So follow us on Instagram and get ready because the videos are just incredible and it's so much fun. And um, we're very much looking forward to it. Also, I have a clothing company that you guys are aware of, Parallel Apparel. We had a drop this past Friday and it was Incredible. It was Beautiful. so much fun. We added a bunch of fun colors um, to one of our like best selling tops. And yeah, I just wanted to give it a quick shout out because I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I bought one of everything. <laughs> a true At first a true I was friend. Like, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna I'll just buy like a top and the skirt, like whatever. And then I could not decide between the colors. Yeah. Because it's like a purple, green, and orange. Like they're very yeah. different. Like it's not they're like all so oh, different. it's like a light purple and a dark purple. So yeah. I just choose one. Like they're so beautiful. So yeah. I bought all of them. Uh, it, it is the sporty square neck that Taryn's talking about, and our square neck is our best seller. So we came out with this kind of like sporty, quick dry material. It's kind of like a swimsuit material. Yeah, which is really nice for days like this. It's literally supposed to be 108 today. Ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> insane LA's on fire right now um we're unwell so what do you got to do buy yourself a sporty square neck yeah heck yeah parallel apparel and uh that's the end of my updates love that ash you're like you are a chatterbox today I I'm telling you it's just like coffee Mm -hmm. but I love it I I welcome it with open arms I think the listeners like it too let's take a poll (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) know You're like, shut up, let Taryn talk. No. (laughs) Every time, um, like, I'll throw out, like, to ask opinions online. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes where, like, the response, I'm like, why did I do that to myself? Yeah. Like, me, when I was like, let's get rid of the fun facts of fiction. (laughs) Everyone was like, we'll kill you. I was like, oh. We've got your number. Yeah. No, um... I forget what I was saying. Wow. My brain, I feel like mush. Like, we need to get food, like, immediately after. Um, I don't have food. Would you like my water? Nah, nah, nah. Would you nah. like my coffee? I'm just going to barrel. Okay. As you guys know, we already, so- we always, what? <laughs> Let me try that again. We always start off with a tearing it up. Just something fun. Something a little easy to listen to. Because sometimes y'all get serious on us. And we need something a little lighthearted. Uh, this is a good one. I'm not going to say the title. Because I feel like it gives it away. But let's dive on into it. This happened several years ago. I think, (laughs) I think when I copy and pasted it, I got rid of the intro. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I was like, I thought I think was part of the story. And I was like, why do you just keep saying it? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, so I was just, just expecting one of those like, "Hey, Ash and Taryn," like <laughs> she's like, "Wait, this must be wrong. You <laughs> have wrong. not said you guys you haven't love complimented us, us on yeah. our podcast yet." <laughs> I love this girl. She's keeping me humble. Okay, 
Uh, she writes, this happened several years ago, but I still laugh at the story every time I think about it. Um, I would like to re- remain anonymous, of course. Love you, girls, and the pod. There it is. <laughs> I feel, I feel fine now. Good now. <laughs> this incident occurred early on in my relationship. I had slept over at my boyfriend's place, and bright and early, I began to get ready as we had a date planned that day. I showered, and then I realized that all of the things I forgot to pack, a clean pair of underwear, stuff like that, um, had been at my place. So I am faced with a decision to go commando for the full day or wear previously worn underwear. Something to note about me is that I never go commando. It's not my lifestyle. (laughs) I have never enjoyed the feeling of a cool breeze on my hoo-ha. However, the only thing that sounded worse that day was wearing a dirty pair of underwear in front of my newly official boyfriend. So I put on a cute summery dress, remained underwearless, and why? Why? Every commando story, they're in a dress. That's not the time <laughs> to try it out. Uh, correct. However, sometimes, sometimes the dresses, sometimes underwear, finding underwear that works with the dress is hard sometimes. But it has to be a dress that's like skin tight. Usually, like yes. these stories, it's like flowy, flowery summer dresses. Like she didn't give detail, but it could be skin tight. I'm assuming. I'm depending on how the story ends. But also, she's not home, so I think she packed a, a fit and no, had yeah. no other yeah. option. But like that's the scariest thing in the oh, world to me. Percent. Yeah. So I would be like soaking my chones in the sink and like <laughs> making it work before the hair dryer I would like, <laughs> yeah, before them I off. would just let my my bits be out for the world. <laughs> like, dear Lord, that sounds terrifying. Uh, she continues, and we make our way to our date, which is an old historic house tour. Not many people were there that day, and we were accompanied only by our tour guide. She was 30 years older, sweet, and very knowledgeable. She guides us through the home, and I am enamored with all of the historic details. We begin to wrap up our tour, and she descends a spiral wooden staircase. Ashley, you've read this already. (laughs) Have I really? Oh, no! The spiral staircase and she falls and lands with her legs open. Oh no! It finally happened! Oh, I was all proud of myself being all ready. Did you read the same one and you were so excited about it? I literally said that. I was like, why do we keep having girls going commando in skirts? (laughs) I didn't unmark it from the start. This turn it up section has now turned into a. Ashing it up. Oh, my God. It's okay. I have another one. <laughs> no. You lost no, your segment. No, I no, have another lost one. Your segment. It's short, too. This is perfect. <laughs> I am going to skip part of it because it's unnecessary potty talk. Um, but it's a quick one. I promise. Oh, I'm such a wrecker. <laughs> oh, this one is titled, It Indeed Was Not Toilet Paper. Oh, yes. I love this one. Okay. I have, I do have a little arsenal of tearing it ups because one day I showed up without one and neither did Taryn and it was a mess. So I have yeah, like yeah. three in my bag at all times. So thank God for that. Okay. Here we go. Hi, babes. My name is Shelton and you can say my name. I'm from Utah. Hey, what Shelton. When I tell you this is the most embarrassing moment of my life, this is, in fact, the most embarrassing moment, in all caps, of my life. This all happened a few months back. Valentine's Day, to be exact. A couple friends and I decided to go out for dinner and to celebrate our friendship since, you know, we're all single. Love that. LOL. Love that. Anyways, we all ended up ordering dinner and just having a nice chill evening. We ended up asking for the bill and we pay and we leave. We end up getting in the car and I start driving everyone back home, which is about 45 minutes away. About 15 minutes into the drive, my stomach starts to feel a little funny. Two minutes later after that, I turn down the music and tell everyone, I need a bathroom immediately. I'm going to, like, crap my pants. Uh, 
Shelton writes, my intestines start to cramp up and I feel like I'm literally going to go to the bathroom right then or right there. So my friends uh, and I pull up to the nearest gas station and I speed on over. We arrive to the gas station. I book it inside one of the restrooms. Now, these bathrooms weren't the most sanitary. Gas station <laughs> as most bathrooms gas stations are. Disgusting. Are. Mm-hmm. Like, they were actually one of the nastiest bathrooms I've ever been in, but that didn't matter at the moment. I ended up doing my business, and I'm in there for, I kid you not, probably 15 to 20 minutes. I go to grab the toilet paper, and of course, with my luck, there isn't any. So I decided to reach my arm under the stall next to me and grab some toilet paper. And then, as my arm is underneath the (laughs) stall, (laughs) I grab onto something and realize it's not actually toilet paper. So many questions. What could it be? I never like know the tearing up beforehand, so I'm having so much fun because I'm like, yeah. it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I had actually grabbed the stranger's hand who was in the <laughs> stall next to me going to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> That's terrifying. Why were wait, when I'm on the toilet, why were his hands dangling? I mean, maybe he was reaching for the toilet paper or she, oh. maybe they were like going to grab the toilet paper and at the same time that Shelton was going to I'm grab the toilet paper. I'm just picturing a person like <laughs> sitting with his hands at his side. Shelton writes, I literally froze <laughs> and stayed in that stall until they left. <laughs> I was mortified. A lesson to all of you. Make sure there's toilet paper. Before you go to the bathroom, I thought you would appreciate this tearing it up because, my goodness, this was embarrassing. <laughs> Shelton, thank you so much for sharing That's that story. so good. I'm not kidding. I almost read that at our yeah, live show. That was my vote. And I have thought about it multiple times when I go into a stalled bathroom, yep. like in public somewhere. Every time I go in there, I'm always like, <laughs> I was thinking about this past weekend. No, I literally just went to a concert and the girl next to me was like, does anybody have toilet paper? And her hand reached under the stall because she yeah. was like, can someone give me some? Yeah. And I thought about it too. I oh was my like, God, that's so, so funny. funny. That's such a thing girls do. I wonder if guys do that. Hey man, can you pass some toilet paper? I mean, paper? like, what are you not? I mean, what's the option? I feel like you have to. <sighs> yeah, especially hey, if there's no toilet seat covers. <laughs> That's my that's my like plan B always. Yeah, me too. I hate that though. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get into the first story. Let's. This is called the not so popular cheerleader. Ooh, we got a high school drama. The cheerleader. Y'all. Did you ever watch Heroes? I did. Follow the cheerleader. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dude, I forgot about that show. I feel like it's they been long enough it. to where I could watch it again and not remember anything. The first season was incredible. Phenomenal. In Hiro? Hiro, what's his last ta- name? Wait, remember we, were you with me? We went and did an es- escape game and he was there and we were freaking no. out. Okay, you weren't there. I, I don't was, think so. I turned and I was like, oh my God. I can't it's remember him. his last name. Nashimota yeah, or yeah. something like that, but... He was so cute. I loved him. Um, Let's watch that show. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just started watching Monk again because that was my favorite show. Like our family used to be obsessed with it. And we're at the like last seasons and I genuinely can't remember what happens. Oh. So it's been like fun because it's been like, I mean, years and years and years since I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, I don't even know where to start. I guess I will just start with who I am. My name is Maddie, you can say my name, and I am a junior in high school. I started listening to the pod over quarantine and have been completely obsessed ever since. I have been a cheerleader since I was in fourth grade, and I guess that's where this story starts. I'm on my high school's varsity cheerleading team team and have recently been having a really hard time with some of the girls. I try to make conversations and make connections with the girls, and to me it feels like they don't even want to talk to me. I will try to make a joke, ask a question, or start a conversation, and I get short answers. Like, they won't even act like I said anything or I'm standing right in front of them trying Ew. to have a conversation. Oh, I really try to be super friendly and nice to them, but I get nothing in return. When thinking about why this is happening, the only thing I can think of is that I'm not the typical cheerleader. I'm not super into makeup or have my appearance perfect all the time. 
And I'm I'm not saying that all cheerleaders are like that. I'm just saying that maybe some of the girls don't like that. I'm not super worried about my nails or if my makeup isn't perfect. I'm so lucky to have one friend on the team that is super nice, and she says the same thing, that no one will talk to her either. I recently told my mom about it, and now she's saying she's going to have a conversation with the coach. I don't know if that will do anything, and I don't ever... I don't want everyone to think I like tattled on them and got them in trouble and then they don't like me even more. There's pros and cons to that for sure. I guess my question is how do I make connections on my team and am I doing anything wrong? I love your guys' podcast. It has helped me get through really hard times. Love, Maddie. (sighs) Maddie. I hate high school. Actually, it hurts for her. I know. I, I loved high school. But I also feel like I didn't love it until hindsight and looking back and being like, oh, those are fun memories. During it, it is so stressful and overwhelming trying to just navigate not only is like, this sounds so like cheesy, but like your body changing. Yeah. <laughs> but it is like you have like hormone levels changing. Oh, everything's so dramatic and emotional because yes. of that. Yes. You like boys don't know how to flirt so they're just mean to you people are super insecure so like they make fun of you because they're insecure and want the attention off themselves Mm -hmm. and it's just so hard to navigate when you're in such a raw place where you take everything so personal yeah (laughs) so personal uh i i i for the majority hated high school i did not have a great high school experience it wasn't horrible i wasn't I didn't have any like traumatic experiences, um, which I'm really lucky for. But my first, my like freshman year and my senior year were the worst. The two years in between, my best friend ended up coming to that high school. Um, So I had her and that was really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was a year older than me. So when she graduated, I had to do senior year alone again. And both of those, the freshman year and the senior year, I was done. Like I had multiple conversations with my mom crying just being like I hate everyone there I also for whatever reason maybe it was because all of my friends were like a year or two older than me I felt like more mature than a lot of the kids in Mm -hmm. my grade and like what they thought was funny I wasn't funny to me like I felt like the music they listened to I didn't listen to like it was just like I felt like I was in my own little world and I couldn't relate to them in any way and it's just tough in high school when you have no other classmates to go be friends with you have to hang out with the same group of people over and over again it's the worst yeah it's you know it's hard because like and I feel like this is great because I feel like we had very different high school experiences um I always like I think this is like the dumbest thing in the world but like I was one of the popular kids so like high school was like I th- I feel like we, when it came to came to like friends and groups, like I was just super involved in like everything. Yeah, and so I I didn't struggle as much with that as much as like kind of like realizing like certain things like weren't genuine. Like that's what I struggled with was like, why are we like why are you guys making fun of them or like yeah. why like why do we always have to like go shopping and like show off our clothes and you know what I mean like I struggled with more of like knowing that I like wanted different things Mm -hmm. and I honestly feel like if I if I were to give any advice I honestly think the reason like I did so well with like being able to connect with different groups is I always was nice Mm -hmm. like I always remained nice to people like even the kids that like got made fun of, like I made sure to go out of my way to like make them feel supported, like band people, choir people, cheer, like softball. Like I, I think because I got so involved in high school, yeah. Like I got to kind of like interact with different groups. You didn't see clicks; you saw people. Yeah, and yeah. I just I always was above and beyond, just really nice to people, and I think that helped me to kind of like find those connections but I think also for your specific because I was a part of cheer and I I I never loved it because of this um I'm trying to think like I'm trying to like go back into my cheer days Mm -hmm. I think honestly the harder that you try with 
mean girls, the more that they will make you feel stupid. So I feel like remaining super nice and still like if you start a conversation and they don't reciprocate, then like you have to almost have like a slippery skin. Like you just let things like roll off of you because those type of people who go out of their way to make other people miserable are not worth a second of your time or energy. Mm -hmm. So you say things to them. If they don't reciprocate, then like you move on. You have a friend like spend time investing in there in her but also, like, just be ready for those times where it comes up. Like, be really dedicated. Like, learn your routines. Have your routines down. So then there will have – maybe there will be times where, like, one of them will be like, hey, I'm having a hard time with, like, this eight count. And you can step in and be like, oh, I got you. Like, I'll help you with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, keep extending and being like, hey, like, we're all going to eat at this place if you guys want to go. Like, try to find those connections and hopefully they'll like organically come. But I think the more that you try and try, mean girls are the type of girls that will be like, oh my God, why is she like trying to be a part of our group? You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it has to feel organic, which is so stupid. But also I feel like it'll be good for you to like take that step back too mm-hmm. and realize like some people are not worth that much energy. Yes, I completely agree. Um, uh, I really, I agree with that. I think with the group of girls in cheer, you need to decide who's worth having a conversation mm-hmm. with or trying a little harder and who's just, n- you don't even need to waste your breath yeah. with. Um, I do think this is a pivotal time in your life where, I, where me specifically, I wish I had learned to be a little more confrontational, not to like start a fight, <laughs> but to at least voice my opinion like if if they're pretending not to listen to me like I wish I would have been able to say something yeah. like okay you're gonna ignore me cool and walk away something yeah. where I, I have like the last word or I can at least vocalize and recognize how stupid they're being by playing that they can't hear me yeah um mine my go-to is I always go oh, okay good talk <laughs> and then yeah, I just walk like, away. yeah even something as simple as that Let's them realize what they're doing. Because I, I think a lot of times they, they're in this this game in their head and this bubble and, and they don't necessarily really realize what they're doing and the effects that it has on people. And I think it's important to call them out on it, obviously in a nice way, because um, we're not trying to have a cat fight. <laughs> but like, yeah. okay, cool, good talk. It's such a simple, easy phrase that like lets them know that they're being stupid. And I, this is going to sound so silly. And I packed, I brought it because I knew I was going to use it at one point in this uh, episode, but I went to this retreat this weekend and I didn't, this was not a retreat where you take notes, but a woman said something and I literally grabbed a notepad and wrote it down because I needed this because I'm a non-confrontational person. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how to speak your truth and what that looks like. And she was like, and if you struggle speaking your truth, here's the four steps to do it. So I'm just going to quickly say it. Um, The first one is, is what I'm about to say truthful. The second one is, is what I'm about to say kind. The third one is, is now the right time. And the fourth one is, is it necessary? Mm. So if you're sitting in that moment and the girls are being mean and they're not talking to you or recognizing you, then if if what you're about to say checks all four of those off, I think you have every right to go ahead and say something. Um, because you need to stand up for yourself too. And that's that time in your life where you're learning how to do that. Yeah. Just like everyone, just like the boys are learning how to flirt and everyone's learning how to like not hide their insecurities by being mean to people. We're also learning how to stand up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's such a good time to practice it. And I wish I did it in high school. Yeah. I feel like I'm just now learning this. Obviously I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. And I think too, like there's been times where like I've straight up just said to someone like, Hey, like, I just feel like there's, like, this weird vibe where I just get the feeling, like, you guys don't really like me. Yeah. And I keep trying to, like, push past it. But, like, if you're not interested in, like, being friends with me, like, that's totally cool. Like, I'll stop trying. But, like, I'm really trying to get to know you guys, you know? Yeah. But also, I will say for your mom, and hopefully it's not too late. Like, hopefully she hasn't said anything yet. What I would ask her to do is approach it in a way of, like, Asking if you can talk to the coach and saying to the coach, hey, I've, I've been talking to a few of the other moms and we've all kind of heard just different versions of our daughters feeling like 
the teams getting kind of clicky and like not really like bonded. So like I just wanted to bring that to your attention. If you can start doing some like team build building exercise, team bonding kind of stuff. Yeah, pairing so partners not, that don't always hang out together. Yeah, to so it's not as much like like oh my gosh my daughter says these girls are mean to her because that I honestly don't think that will be good yeah just because I have had plenty that's one thing when when you are a part of the more like quote unquote again I hate the word popular girls Mm -hmm. like you you learn how to speak and navigate mean girl because like even though I wasn't one I've definitely witnessed it like multiple times yeah so and and those type of girls it's all about like them being elevated they mm-hmm. want people who elevate them they want people who like stroke their ego 24/7 and if you go against it or make them feel dumb in any ways like they will attack you yeah <laughs> and they yeah, will they attack will. you where it hurts you know yeah and it's so sad because again at the core of every person who's mean and acts out is a very insecure person who has been told within their life that they're not enough mm-hmm. in some way, whether it's from a parent or a past experience. And so now they go above and beyond to prove that they are everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Maddie, you totally got this. I will say it gets so much better. And I think in high school, if I would have just kept my head up and not let myself been so phased by people. Keep your chin up. If I would have just like been like, you know what? That's such a bummer that like you're acting like that. But like I, what I can't control is like how I'm going to let you affect me. Yeah. So if someone's mean, just being like, okay, like obviously like this isn't a good time. Like and moving on and focusing on the people that made me feel good instead of trying to keep status. Like, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And sometimes your cheer team, your softball team, your choir, whatever, like those people are just meant to be a part of that chapter of your life. They're yeah. not meant to be like great friends, you know? Yeah. So um, I would definitely say invest in the people you can. Mm-hmm. Maybe take a beat. Like don't don't try to force it too much. Yeah. The girls that aren't worth it, say the yeah. whole cool talk thing. Yeah. And the girls that are worth it then do what Taryn said when you're feeling confident one day. It doesn't have to be right away, but one day when you're feeling good, being like, hey, are we okay? Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying over here and I feel like you're not. It's cool if not, yeah. but I just wanted to check in. Like, I, I think something like that, you'd be surprised how, how they'll respond to it. And if they respond to it bad, then bye. Yeah. Cut them out of your life forever. And uh... <laughs> But I'm telling you, work on that. I always say, like, it's not even a tough skin. It's a slippery skin. Yeah. So, like, like right literally, off. like, when someone says something mean to you, literally visualize it, like, hitting your shoulder and, like, rolling off of you. You are slime. You are covered in aloe vera gel. <laughs> and, and nothing can stick to you. It rolls right off. It rolls and just, right off. Like, that's their toxic behavior. That's their yeah. toxic thoughts yeah. coming back onto you. So, yeah. like, do not let it penetrate because it's not worth it. Yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. And and pray to God someone humbles them quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come humbler. <laughs> I'll come humbler. I know um, how to shut that down. I can be confrontational. <laughs> can you? <laughs> Let's try my fight. best Let's for have you. A live, let's have a live fight right now. We should do that one time. That'd be fun. Just anxiety. That's like your nightmare, but pure I'm like, anxiety. that'd be so that'd be so good for people to just hear how confident I <laughs> You want to hear Taryn talk and maybe completely quiet? Si- <laughs> breathing silent, shaking. Breathing rapidly. <laughs> uh my turn. Let's go ahead and get into my story now. This one is titled. How do I seat my father in the back corner on my wedding day? Oh. (laughs) Well, shoot. Oh. There it is. Uh, Here we go. Dear Taryn and Ashley, or vice versa, first of all, I'd like to remain anonymous. Your wish is our command. In one of your recent episodes, you told us to take your words as a sign to send something in. Yes. So finally, I have stumbled about on a situation which your advice would be so helpful and appreciated. Moreover, I think other listeners might be able to relate to this, even if it is with different details for them. I try my best to keep this short and sweet, but I feel like you need some background information to fully understand the scenario. My parents got divorced when I was only two years old. Mm 
Luckily, they still got along afterwards. For example, my mama and I used to visit my father and his new wife on the day after Christmas to have a small second celebration all together. And my mama made an effort to not move cities so I could see my papa regularly. However, my stop. She calls them mama and papa. Uh huh. So cute. However, my papa still stayed emotionally very distant from me. His behavior caused a lot of damage and sadness for me over the years. I consciously say his behavior, she adds in quotes, because my therapist has told me that this isn't my fault. I try to give you some, um, I'll try to give you some examples so you know what I'm talking about. He will send me a brief text for my birthday and nothing else. Even though my boyfriend got a sum of money for his birthday from my papa, he doesn't reach out for me for months. And if he does text me, he only complains about his health situations. Wait, he sent her boyfriend money, but not her? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I don't know. That's Sounding weird. a little less like papa and more like papa. From Stranger Things. How, how long have you been thinking about it that It just one? came to me. <laughs> Give me this. one, Ash. (laughs) (laughs) Let me. uh, Taryn likes to think she's the only funny one here, but I am funny also. You know what? (laughs) What's the most funny? I'm not saying you're not funny because you are. Hello. Like, I wouldn't be friends with you if you weren't funny. Um, But what is the the funniest thing about you is when you think you're being funny and it's more watching me the try way to hold it you, in. No, you just get like so pumped. Like, did anyone hear that? And then like you'll say it again. Like that's the funniest part. It's so good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh shoot. Continuing. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I decided to not get emotionally involved and take things as they come, which of course is very difficult. Recently, my wonderful boyfriend and I started to talk about getting married. Eventually, this should be a very happy and exciting time for me and I should be happy and excited to be married one day but the wedding part worries me and part of the reason for that is of course my papa I feel like not inviting him is too extreme especially since I would like to have my stepmom and half-brother with me on that day however I don't want my father to be a big part of this celebration since the wedding is about my boyfriend and me I don't mind being a little selfish Oof, good for you yeah How do I avoid my papa giving a speech, for example, if I would be fine with my future in-laws giving one? How could my boyfriend still have a mother-son dance if I, on the other hand, dislike touching my papa physically? Everything without hurting my papa back, of course. You get the gist. A big conversation with my father isn't an option for me because I've tried this multiple times in the past and it only caused hurting on my part. I also don't want my mama to fill the gaps next to the possible activities of my future in-laws because she's the biggest introvert and she would not enjoy that. Thank you for reading this thoroughly. Um, I love your podcast so much. Love Anonymous. Woof. So not only is there like... I Not only does she dislike her father, but she doesn't want to be near him, doesn't want to touch him, doesn't want him taking any part of this celebration in her life. That's tough because the parents, there are specific roles for the parent to do. Yeah, I feel like it's you... It's not like inviting a friend who you don't no, want. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you, in my mind, again, like weddings now, I feel like weddings can be whatever you want them to be. Mm-hmm. And I think... All that really matters is like you and your future husband sitting down and deciding what you want. Yeah. But in my mind, when I'm putting myself in this situation, I feel like there's really two options. Mm -hmm. There's either you talk to your boyfriend and you say like, I don't know how to do this without it being so uncomfortable. So are you okay with us just getting rid of like certain traditional things? Mm -hmm. Um, And like, letting I'm sure his mom understands like where you're coming from so letting like your mom know like I love her and I don't want to take away from her spotlight of this day but like it's just too hard for me and then you just get rid of that like and with speeches and stuff it's not like it's open mic so it's right it's whoever gives the speech and that's it yeah um so that's one way if you're trying to just avoid talking to your dad about it but 
I feel like the other option is you just need to have a very honest conversation with him mm-hmm. and just say, hey, I don't I don't feel like we need to get into like the past. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have a great relationship. Um, I respect that you are my dad and I respect that, you know, you do hold that position. And with this day coming up, I'm not comfortable doing certain things with you. And I know I'm not trying to say this to hurt your feelings, but this day is about me and my boyfriend and what we want to do. And I'm not at a place in our relationship where I want to do a father daughter dance, or I want to have you walk me down the aisle, et cetera. And, and, and just be super honest with him. I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but this is where I'm at. I would like you to be there, but if that is going to be uncomfortable or hard for you, I also totally respect your decision yeah but kind of laying it out of like this is how it's going to be and i don't want you to be like surprised or slapped in the face by it Mm -hmm. but also if you don't want to come because that's weird i i completely understand and that's your choice i agree and i think the cool thing is you have so much in your favor for this um He's he's aware that you guys don't have a great relationship. Uh, he's aware he doesn't reach out and he doesn't he's not stupid. So he knows he knows this. Um, and since he isn't involved in your life, other people have been. And I'm sure there's someone else who deserves that dance that you or could, that you could you give to. What if you just do a mother dance? Like, yeah, you that's dance what I mean. with your mom like, and he dances with his mom. That's what yeah. I mean. It doesn't have to be him. It could be an aunt that stepped in and is like a, like a a per- parent figure to you it could be your mother it could be your brother-in-law who you've connected with and clearly you love his uh new wife your stepmom because you want them there there's i'm sure there's other people that could walk you down that deserve that role Mm -hmm. of walking you down and there's other people that deserve the the honor of your first dance you know and i i think just letting him know hey I, i i one love you two you're more than welcome to come. In fact, I want you there, but I'm giving these honorable positions to people that have really impacted my life. And he can fill out, he can fill in the blank as to yeah. why that is. Cause he's again, a grown ass man, not stupid. He yeah. knows what he's done. And there's other people who deserve that. Yeah. And I think too, like, I mean, he's, she said something about having him sit in the back corner. Like, mm-hmm. and that's one of those things where, I feel like if you are that you are that intense about how you feel about him because I I feel like anybody who what I would who I would say the only way I'm going to let you come is if you're in the back corner and I can't see you mm-hmm. like that's that's a pretty extreme amount of hatred I would have yeah. to have for that person yeah so at that point is having them there even worth it if mm-hmm. it's going to be those kind of conditions? Yeah. And I'm sure like part of it was just her saying like that that was a great title. It was you know? a great title. Got me. So, um, but it's like if if you can have those things where it's like, hey, I don't want you to have expectations of doing these certain things with me. And but I want you there and to enjoy it. And he's with his family who you love and you just, you know, maybe they're not in the front row, but they're like up with your family and they're sitting with the guests like Mm -hmm. so I think it's just kind of weighing it out but I think when you start to if you really feel like that where it's like I want him to be in the back so I can't even see him I feel like that's where you start encroaching like that's that's kind of like an intense yeah stipulation to have yeah so and anonymous I feel like you I I feel like you've probably thoroughly thought this out because you wrote out this email but I also wouldn't want you to ever regret not having him at yeah uh, such a huge like moment in your life because the relationship might repair in the future i'm sure it doesn't feel like it now but you never know 20 years from now you guys could have some conversation and i i just wouldn't want you to if it were me and i hated my dad and i didn't want him at my wedding i would probably with the benefit of the doubt in the back of my head, have him there and just give those rules away yeah. to other people that have inf- like in a good way impacted my life. Um, and I would just have him there. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a wake up call. If you have this conversation with him and he sits he back and he's it. like, whoa, like I realize I haven't given effort, but I didn't realize it's to the point where like, she wouldn't even want me to walk her down the aisle. Or like, dance with her. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe big. this will be like a good conversation. And I, I mean, I, I was at a wedding once where, um, 
my friend got married and she wasn't close to her dad at all. So he started doing the father-daughter dance with her and everyone who was close with her like knew it was kind of a weird relationship. And like a few minutes in, her brother stands up and walks out and asks if he can cut in. And then her brother finished the dance oh, with her because he was more of like a male figure in her life than yeah. her dad was. So I think it really is up to you what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I just don't, I think where drama starts is when people feel like, what just happened? Like, why yeah. would I not be up? Yeah. So I think having like those pre conversations would be helpful for you to just like, not have to stress about it anymore. Like yeah. I've already talked. Things have already so been. So the like, day comes and you don't have to yep. f- even bat an eye at it because yeah. you've already given yeah. him that time to Fully. talk it through with him. And it's always better to avoid shock. <laughs> you don't want him to be like, "Wait, I can't walk he you down." He stands up and someone else you know? goes out like, there. That's and he's like, what? messy. Yeah. So the good thing. Uh, that I'd love to remind you about is this is your day. Mm-hmm. You get to make these calls. No one else can tell you what to do. And if having him there makes you uncomfortable, then you have the you are the literally the only one who has yeah. the power to say that. Um, definitely include your husband in those conversations for sure. And more power to you. Do whatever yeah. you got to do because this is your day, and we just want what's best for you. So agreed. Thank you so much for sharing. That's such a specific. Uh, situation but I know so many people can relate to that yeah having that one person whether it's your parent or a friend or an aunt or an uncle that you just can't stand and knowing you have to invite you should invite them Ugh. I hate yeah those feelings of feeling like forced to do anything is like so hard the worst well thank you so much for writing in your stories Um, if you're sitting on a story definitely send it in it can be a weird situation that one of your friends is going through can be an embarrassing thing that happened to you. It can be just like something you've always wondered about. Um, Whatever it is, send it in, but definitely send us those October series stories. And um, we got some really fun and exciting things coming and we can't We sure do. We're so excited. Cannot wait. We're so excited. Um, I got, I got a dad joke for us all though. Fantastic. Okay. Ready? Yes. How does the moon cut his hair when the sun gets in the way? Beam. <laughs> Sunbeam blade. Actually, beam? I was thinking of the sun ray. Uh, cuts, shadow. Cuts his hair. Can I just say it? Yeah. Eclipse it. Ah, oh, that, <laughs> that was so good. That was really good. That's a good one. I yeah, actually yeah, really yeah. enjoyed that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's clever. Well, guys... You already we love know. Ya. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the most. Follow us on socials right in your October series stories because without you, we don't have content. Uh, <laughs> so do that ASAP, please. Don't forget to title it October series. And we will be talking to you guys in the next episode, which will be coming out Monday. Love you all. Love you. Bye. bye.